This morning I'm not going to add much to the instructions or techniques that have been offered. There's already been a lot to work with. But do more of a review or a framing of the practice here and to emphasize um, that our attitude towards our experience or of our experience is really important and that to remember that this is a training or a practice and not a training like we might train for a marathon with a kind of sense of metrics and rigidity, but this transformation of the mind and heart who have more direct access to this capacity of awareness infused with the wisdom that is the knowing understanding of emptiness. And to acknowledge that there are different doorways for each of us, and for each of us at different times. There's not one thing, one way that's going to work that's the best way, as Guy's been talking about with the different techniques that he has offered. But I think as important as techniques are supportive conditions and knowing what they are for us. And we've talked a lot about these supportive conditions. They include the practices that we've already done of the samatha practice, the breath, meditation for calming and concentration, and then the brahma-viharas for the purification and and, uh, opening of the heart. These are supportive conditions. So why we've practiced them and why we uh, recommend that you continue practicing them, not to leave those behind and be incorrigible hangers-on to emptiness, but actually be uh, in the moment with your experience. And then there are definitely external supportive conditions. Again, we've talked about these, that nature is such... Uh, a great teacher and um, inspiration, inviter of this kind of spacious, non-clinging mind. Just in the, the vibrancy, the life, the impersonalness, the impersonal nature of nature um, can, can evoke something in us. The spaciousness that we get from a view, the tenderness around a flower or a chipmunk. These are all very valuable. And then even in the indoors here, the forest refuge, we always say, is kind of a external representation of Joseph's mind. It's very spacious, empty, simple, quiet, a lot of equanimity just in the, the physical here. And we can include in that as supportive conditions, of course, a sense of seclusion or quiet. But as I said the other night, it's more about internal seclusion, not that the outer conditions always have to be what we consider ideal, because the reality is they're always ideal, right? But it's our preference for what we think is ideal. One mightn't think that big machinery doing a road and trenching a trench today would create ideal conditions, but they do. But basically, the internal and external here, in general, is quiet, spacious, calming, 
And so we look to mirror that. How do we invite that in our internal world? Again, not trying to control the external so it's always like that. But that's what is evoked in the mind and heart, this this quiet and calmness. And so in the internal world, these supportive practices or factors, don't forget mindfulness of the body. Don't forget mindfulness of breathing. Don't forget the Brahma-viharas as really beneficial in and of themselves, not just in order to, but really beneficial and powerful practices, but as very much creating supportive conditions for the practice that we're doing now. And we, the attitude that's supportive is one of sadha. And we usually trans, translate this word as faith, but I prefer confidence and not in, you know, I'm going to get this right, I can do this kind of bravado, but just an acceptance or an openness. This mind too, as Guy was saying last night, this consciousness, this mind, in its universal nature is not different. This mind can know awareness, open to empty awareness. If we come to this practice with a sense of insufficiency or judging, that just brings the pressure that Ajahn Suchito talked about. And this practice needs some spaciousness that begins with this just basic sincerity of intention that we can explore this and have it be beneficial. And then, as I said, these other practices, don't forget them. Invite calming and steadiness through the breath or whatever samatha practice works for you. The acceptance and equanimity, the compassion of the Brahma-viharas. If we're struggling, that they are more wise responses than trying to hold on to spacious emptiness. Doesn't mean that we can't access spacious emptiness, even if there are hindrances, but we have to find how do we, how do we do that in this moment? How do we meet this moment with acceptance, with equanimity, with kindness? So always using these skillful tools And then the wisdom of the three characteristics of impermanence, unsatisfactoriness, not-self. Those ways of shifting our perception lead to freeing the heart and mind. And that freed heart and mind can easily open to this spacious awareness, deep understanding of its empty nature. So all these different doorways in. Some of it is just the immediacy, right here now, what's present and what's not present. So we trust, trust our experience, trust our practice. For me, the simplest is just softening, 
softening, the engagement with objects. We use objects to create, uh, learn wise relationships to our experience, experience of the six sense doors. And then just softening back from that, letting go of the engagement, the entrancement with the object, whether it's sounds or body sensations or thoughts. And it's a literal softening the gaze. Literally the external gaze of the eyes open, but the internal gaze. So this softening, softening. Recommend doing some practice with your eyes open and just practicing that soft gaze that doesn't go out to objects, but just rests in stillness. So finding your way in, the external supports, the internal supports, it includes relaxation, letting the body sit comfortably, letting the face be soft, Letting the breath move easily in and out. Inviting this calm, spacious attention that includes all of your experience, doesn't reject or hold on to anything. And then knows the nature of the mind in this moment and this moment in this moment.
So as I said before, as we develop this practice, really helpful to remember what are the supportive conditions for us and not to um, neglect the cultivation of those. Um, And using the techniques, the turning, the recognizing, asking of questions, kind of judiciously. You don't want to be forcing, forcing, trying, trying. We, get, we, we develop an intuition of when the mind is receptive or in this balanced state, knowing what's supportive for us. And then it just needs a little brightening. We can bring in the, the clarity of a technique or a, um, recognizing the empty nature of, of this awareness but not neglecting the supportive conditions, whatever they are for you. And in the the teachings that I've had, especially from Tibetan teachers, there's often a lot of playfulness in the teaching and the the being of the person offering them. And I think that's important too. We can get a little serious about this. So remember that too. And in the walking meditation I've used the image of the self-driving car. And this is, of course, when you really trust the self-driving car. I don't think we're quite there yet, but just that you're able to, you know, have an intention of where the car is going, and then you sit back and relax. And the awareness can be there of the scenery, what's happening, but you don't need to be worried. What's the speed limit? There's another car. Where's the line? You know, what's the turn? to trust that those processes will take care of themselves. We can just sit back and relax. And it's it's kind of like if you get on a train or a bus or a plane, you're not looking at what the driver's doing and second-guessing them. I mean, maybe sometimes if they don't feel safe. But most of the time, we just sit back and trust. As long as we've gotten on the right bus or the right plane, it'll go where we want it to go. So just that sense of relaxing and and especially in the walking exploring i've used this uh phrasing before how can you do it with the least amount of effort be walking and just in this awareness soft gaze not going out to objects but knowing that they're there and having the body move through space so it's a continual exploration of of skillful means, supportive conditions, and then using techniques when that seems um, can really help brighten, clarify the nature of the mind and awareness. So any questions this morning? Yeah, Linda. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.